Here's what investors should know about the Federal Reserve's tapering of its massive purchases of bonds. Hello, I'm Steve Forbes, and this is What's Ahead, where you get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. The Federal Reserve has announced a gradual reduction in its monthly bond buying program. The plan is to reduce the purchases by $15 billion a month from the current level of $120 billion to zero by next June. This so-called tapering has been portrayed as the Fed reducing stimulus for the economy. In reality, it is no such thing. Investors should take note of two big facts. First, while the Federal Reserve pays for these bonds by creating money out of thin air, it has simultaneously been removing this newly minted money by effectively borrowing it back from financial institutions through a device called reverse repurchase agreements, dubbed reverse repos. It's like pouring a bucket of water in one end of a pool and then removing that water at the other end of the pool. The amount of reverse repos has ballooned this year from zero to almost $1.5 trillion. The markets haven't fully grasped that the Fed effectively ceased its new money creation program last February, which is why the price of gold, the best measure of future monetary inflation, has been fairly flat. The danger here is that reverse repos are of very short duration, sometimes just 24 hours. An unanticipated crisis could easily disrupt an activity with no cushion of time. Think of a flimsy, filled-up reservoir during a rainstorm. Second, stock and bond markets haven't fully factored in the damage that President Biden's get-the-vaccine-or-get-fired executive order is doing to an already tight labor market. The loss of hundreds of thousands of productive workers, truck drivers, airline pilots, healthcare personnel, and others, will make already serious shortages even worse next year. The White House has told businesses to ignore a recent appeals court injunction on carrying out the order. The sooner the Supreme Court weighs in here, the better. But COVID-related restrictions are already gumming up commercial activities. This is resulting in higher prices, a form of non-monetary inflation. Disrupted supply chains and labor shortages could well mean disappointing economic growth next year. That sluggishness will put pressure on the Fed to pump stimulus, i.e. lots of new money, into the economy. So we could end up with a worsening inflation from both supply chain problems and a new round of money printing. Although stock indexes continue to set records, wise investors will keep on hand a healthy amount of cash. These markets are richly valued and hold some gold as an insurance policy from government blunders. I'm Steve Forbes. Thanks for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions. I look forward to being with you soon again. Music